Breaking news in the NBA, according to Woj, the NBA is suspending Draymond Green indefinitely. What does that even mean? means they don't have an answer, and they're said, we're sick and tired of all the shenanigans. Go home. Damn. Ah. You don't like it? That means without pay, too. I mean, like, you got to make an example. It's getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he's just, like, swinging at guys now. What's going on? I know this is a hot take. I thought, like, the 25 games for Ja were a little crazy. So, I think this is... I I don't know. I mean, what do you do? You're you're not going to suspend him the rest of the season indefinitely. I wonder what that does mean. It means they're just going to throw something at the wall and see what sticks here. Probably. I mean, what did he get, five last time? I bet it's double. I bet it's ten. It's well, probably going to be more than that. Well, if it's indefinite, that, you know what I mean. It's like probably like jaw stuff. Oh man, indefinitely could is be. like they're so bad right they now too. Get it figured out. Yeah, yeah. The Warriors are looking like a lottery team, guys. I mean, Clay looks cooked right now. Steph can't do it all on his own. Um, Wiggins, what happened to Andrew Wiggins? Well, the advanced numbers. Yeah. are just I don't know if the, if the personal stuff off the court is still. Well, thing for he, him he's too. not very good like Kaminga yeah. one night looks I'm like okay and then the next night it's like eh, no that, that ain't a thing I don't know they, they're probably in big trouble if Draymond's done for any any team that's built to win championships one day their window closes guys and I think it's closed now for uh our, our dubs our, our dubs they really are my dubs Shame. I love that organization I think what they've done has been fantastic but that's over man it's done now. It's not heat culture, though. That's one thing. We know heat culture They're extends. Still alive, baby. Oh, it extends from generation to generation. Jonathan Zaslow jumps on with us, host of Zaslow Show 2.0. And uh, we could get to Dolphins. I want to get the Dolphins with you in a second. But the heat right now down 19-18 uh, to the Hornets. Oh, he's not ready. I've been yet? having a, a quick connection issue. Ah, yeah, just sorry about that. Okay. I was glad we got the breaking news there. Uh, if you'd like, while we work on Jonathan's connection, he should be along in a second. We have uh, from from our, our control room in Chicago. I got the play from last night. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, and and it was weird to watch Draymond do sort of a whip around. And there's oh, I didn't I mean called it that. a spinning back fist. It was yes. yeah. We've got the audio from that, and then we also have him talking about it post game. So if you'd like, yeah, let's, let's do both of those now as we wait for Zaslow because the reaction to that now with the breaking news: Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. And now Green runs over Nurkic, and he'll be called for the foul. And they're going to take a look at this. See Jason Goble indicating they will go to the monitor here. Nurkic is down in a heap. Ooh, oh, man. Well, that's going to be a flight grab. Yeah. Gets ejected. Who knows when he's going to be back. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... It, it, it's always something with Draymond, right? It's like every every other well, week. That's the reason why this has gotten so bad. Is that he's now, like for a while he was used as an example. But now it's like people are saying, what's wrong with him? Like that's literally been the conversation. Yusuf Nurkic said, bro, like what is, li- like, yeah. what is he, up with this guy? He needs help. Yeah. And I think he, I think he might also, I think that like, I mean, you know, I defended him the last time and I was like, this is why Draymond's in the league. Like. You know what I mean? He's not the most talented guy. Are you coming back from that now? I mean, no, I, I I, don't think he knows another way. I think that that's the way that he's wired, the way that he's built. I love listening to Draymond. I like Draymond. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, what are they going to do? Suspend him for 15 games? He's not going to learn his lesson. He's going to come back in 15 games or 20 games. 
and maybe he'll be good for a week. Maybe he'll behave for two weeks, and then somebody's going to set him off, and he's going to stomp on somebody's chest. What are you going to do, kick him out of the league? Yes. I mean, you might have to then. Well, they'll I mean, just keep suspending him longer and longer. He's just going to continue I mean, to do the same thing. Like, they did this, They did this with Rodman. Let's also, and like, Bill Lambeer, we used to glorify this behavior, by the way, as well. Like, guys getting headbutted, Dennis Rodman throwing Scottie Pippen into the stands. Everybody was like, oh, this is a good rivalry. These teams hate each oh, other. Oh, that was bad basketball. I'm so glad that's but, not the NBA anymore. Me too. Yeah. Oh. I mean, like, you know, Rodman headbutted a referee. He kicked a cameraman. Every game he would get ejected. He'd get ejected like every other game. He would take his jersey off. He'd throw it into the <laughs> yes, crowd. He would. And he still got plenty of opportunities, you know? And then the offseason would hit, and there he'd be in the WCW uh, wrestling ring going against Carl Malone with Hulk Hogan and DDP. And then it was his run with the Bulls was over, and he was signing with the Mavs, you know, like 15-day contracts. Come out and see Dennis Rodman. We suck. So Draymond's always going to have a spot in this league unless they kick him out, and I think that would be kind of silly to it's, kick him out. The, the problem with this, though, is I'm like— I'm more it, worried about some of the stuff I read about with these guys off the court. Well, look, I mean, the Warriors are a team that's just—the window's closed for them now. And eventually these teams age out, and it becomes— you know, it, it's it's glaringly obvious when they get to the point where they're too old for what they used to be, and that's exactly where the Warriors are now. Now we have Jonathan Zaslow. Here he is live from Miami. Zaslow Show 2.0, and we'll get to the Dolphins in a few minutes, but since we were talking about the breaking news, Draymond Green suspended indefinitely by the NBA. I want to look at the Heat. Hornets, Heat, uh, it's 21-19 right now. Hornets up over the Heat. Uh, we were talking a lot about, like, the culture that you have, obviously, in Golden State, it is a championship culture, but it's kind of a newer championship culture. Draymond's just, I mean, in his own world. But when I, you look at the Heat, there's always this feeling of, like, you can't rule them out every year as even a playoff team, especially the, what we saw last year. When you watch them now, I know everybody's out tonight against the Hornets, but do you still see a, a playoff team or a team that can make a run in the postseason again? Because it just doesn't seem to matter how old they get. They find a way. First off, good to see you guys. Number two, you guys broke the news to me about Draymond being suspended. <laughs> I mean, the last I looked was like an hour ago. I, I, I mean, was that like in the last two minutes? I, I literally did not see it. It was literally when we came in for this hour. The open was on, and the breaking news came through from Woj. Perfect. All right, so Draymond, indefinite suspension. Got it. All right, I had to gather all my thoughts about, about that. <laughs> now I'm ready to go. Uh, as far as the heat, listen. The, the, the Heat, it's funny because everyone talks about Heat culture, right? And I know a lot of people who are outside of South Florida, outside of Miami, they hate hearing about all that Heat culture, you know? Uh, we love it down here. But part of Heat culture is is being serious about basketball, being serious about the game. The main thing is the main thing. That's what Pat Riley says. And I feel like a little bit of that takes a hit when I'm not saying they're going into load management, but like you said, when the guys are missing games the same way that the other teams are sitting out guys and guys are missing games, I feel like that makes us a little bit closer and a little bit more like everybody else. So I don't love that. Like you, And look, Bam's dealing with a legitimate injury right now. But I, I hate the sitting out. I feel like uh, us always playing and being there and being ready to go was part of what made the team special. But, but overall... Yeah, I mean, look, I think even at 13 and 10, and last year they struggled for most of the regular season. This year's Heat team is already better than last year's Heat regular season team for sure. Hopefully we'll get to that place in the playoffs. This year's team is already better. They're already deeper. They just needed to spend this regular season, in my opinion. They needed to find guys 
who could replace Struess's production and Vincent's production in the playoffs. So this regular season was about finding those secondary players who they could trust when it gets to postseason time, and they've got the best version of Duncan Robinson they've had in his six years with the team. He's having a career year. Josh Richardson has been terrific off the bench. Highwood Highsmith, when he's healthy, is a legitimate big-time defender. And Jaime Hawkes Jr., I mean, probably the third-best rookie in the league right now. So this Heat team is already better than they were last year, in my opinion. Do you think, Zaz, that they'll try and, and maybe make some additions at the deadline? Because we see a player like Kelly Olynyk, who is getting, you know, obviously former Heat player, perfect fit, uh, kind of it rumored to be maybe on the move. Uh, hello, Trista. Yes, I, I think someone like Kelly Olynyk is, is, is a perfect fit. He's a guy who knows the team, the organization knows him, and he doesn't cost a lot of money. That's the type of guy that they would go for, yes. But when people ask me, hey, do you think they'll go after Zach Levine? Or do you think they'll go after DeMar DeRozan? No, not a chance. They don't want these guys, and DeRozan's not that guy, Levine is. They don't want these guys who are making $40 million a year for the next four years. They, they've shown you. I mean, I just named you a bunch of guys who no one else seemingly wanted and, and are major contributors to the team. So they don't want your $40 million a year guy who's under contract for the next three or four years, but a guy who's like on the last year of a deal, a guy like Kelly Olynyk. yeah, that, that's, that's the kind of fit they're going to look for. I do not believe they're going to make a big splash of any kind midseason. Uh, Zaz, moving over to the NFL, to the Dolphins. I was starting to feel really good about the Dolphins, and they have a two-score lead against the Titans. I want to ask you about the defensive side of the ball, but let's start with the offense because uh, Armstead just missed his, I believe, seventh game of the season. And then Connor Williams, who is graded oh. out as the best center in all of football, he's out for the year. And they gave up 12 pressures, two sacks against Tennessee. How concerned are you right now about the offensive side of the ball? Because like the reason we like the Dolphins, they could hang 40 against anybody, but Tyreek gets dinged in the game. And now the offensive line is just really beat up. Yeah, it was really the perfect storm against them because, yeah. you know, okay, if you take Tyreek away, there, there's been moments in season where Tyreek's had to, you know, miss time in the game. Or if you take some of the offensive linemen away, okay, they, they've been without Toronto Armstead several games. They've been without Robert Hunt several games. They've been without Connor Williams several games. But if you're going to take both of them away, if you're going to be without three-fifths of your offensive line and you're taking out Tyreek Hill, it's a disaster. Like, it, it, was, it was the perfect storm against them because the way to get at Tua, it's not even just to, 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 to give him happy feet and have him think that he's going to get hit. It's all about taking the timing away. There's not a better quarterback in the NFL when it comes to accuracy and timing. And if you take those two things away from him and you hurry things up, it becomes a big problem. When Tua gets pushed out of the pocket, see, I'm a big Tua fan, but I'm not stupid, all right? I could admit some of his drawbacks. And while Tua can make magical throws, he doesn't make magical plays. And what I mean mm -hmm. by that is when you draw him out of the pocket and he's scrambling, he he's not good at being creative in that spot and making something out of nothing. He'll make a magical throw. He'll throw the ball into a keyhole, but he doesn't make the magical play. And we saw a lot of that 
on Monday night, and he wasn't able to make the magical play. Zaz, the uh, Dolphins are eight-and-a-half-point favorites against the Jets this weekend, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but they're going up against uh, AFC Offensive Player of the Week, Zach Wilson, again, which is just the world we live in. Tommy DeVito and Zach Wilson winning Offensive Player of the Week for both conferences. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen. We mentioned, obviously, whether it's the injuries or some of the things that went wrong for the Dolphins this past week. Does that concern you that carries over against the Jets? No. I mean, the part that concerns me is, you know, it, I'm hoping Armstead's back. It doesn't seem like Robert Hunt will be back. Tyree Kill's definitely going to play. The part that concerns me is this Jet. Look, I, we're not fans of the Jets. The Jets get no love in the Zaslow Mansion. But I could sit here and admit the Jets' defense is for real. It's no joke. So I'm not worried that there's carryover from last game. I'm more worried that this is a great defense that the Dolphins are going up against in the New York Jets. But on the flip side, I mean, listen, there is no part of me. He could win AFC Offensive Player of the Week. There's no part of me that fears Zach Wilson. And despite the collapse (laughs) in the final few minutes on Monday night, this Dolphin defense is really, really good and has gotten better all throughout the season. So they may not score 34 like they did on the Jets a month ago. But I certainly think they're going to be able to outscore a Jets offense that I don't expect. Yeah, the the total has got to be set for a very low uh, a low scoring game, right? You look at the Jets defense and the Dolphins defense. Dolphins defense has gotten a lot better as the season has gone along. That injury though to Jalen Phillips yeah, was huge. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is the hard knocks curse or or what, but like, where are you at? Van Ginkle has been pretty good um, stepping in for him, but where are you at in terms of? what the upside of this team can be like how important is it for this team to have you know home field advantage throughout the course of the playoffs like how how much do you need the AFC East I think well see it's funny because those are obviously two different things and the worst part of the loss Monday night was we went from controlling our own fate granted five games remaining but from controlling our own fate first place overall in the AFC Two home games were before the other night. The Dolphins had won 17 of 19 at Hard Rock Stadium. Completely different team at home. Now, like on my show, I'm not talking these last couple days about anymore what it's going to take to get first in the AFC. Forget about that. We got to talk about getting first in the AFC East now because the Dolphins went from controlling their own fate first overall into the AFC to probably a Week 18 loss against Buffalo from being on the road wild card weekend because the Bills, they're two Dolphins right now. They only need to make up one game before week 18 for that to be a winner-take-all AFC East championship game. And the two weeks before that, granted, I know Buffalo's playing Dallas this weekend, the Dolphins play Dallas and at Baltimore before that. That week 18 game is probably yeah. for the division, guys. Yeah. Jonathan Zaslow, Zaslow Show 2.0. Love having you on, man. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. All right. It's BetMGM Tonight.